Hello everyone and welcome to the NISA Today FC podcast. I'm Josh Taylor and today we're going to discuss the midweek matchup between the New York Cosmos and Detroit City FC as we wind down the NISA fall season and get ready for the tournament. And we'll also discuss league news. There's been a lot of crazy league news that broke this week. So I'll share my thoughts on that and give you some predictions for this weekend's games. So let's get right to it. For this segment, we're going to talk about the NISA midweek matchup between the New York Cosmos and Detroit City FC. The New York Cosmos, they were just behind the Michigan Stars FC in the Eastern Conference, and if the New York Cosmos won, they'll be atop of the conference. For Detroit City FC, they've had some close matchups, and they've been trying to hang in there, build some momentum, as they get ready to host the NISA Fall Playoff Tournament. And I'll share more about that in a minute. But let's get to the game. It was a very, very stellar performance by both teams. Very impressed with Detroit City FC holding down the New York Cosmos to not give up any goals and the game ended 0-0 and Detroit was able to not give up too many shots to the Cosmos despite not having their number one goalkeeper Nate Steinwasher so this was a very very impressive performance for Detroit of course their head coach Trevor James was not able to make the trip and the Cosmos the key player they were missing was Darwin Espinal and this was a very very interesting game for the Cosmos, Detroit CFC has really frustrated them from their days in the Founders Cup last year and, of course, now going into NISA. So you have to wonder if these two teams meet in the tournament. Will the New York Cosmos finally get over their <clears throat> nemesis, Detroit City FC? And the Cosmos, you know, they haven't played 19 days. Their last game was on August 21st with a 3-1 win over New Amsterdam FC. So for Detroit City FC, they have now finished the fall regular season with five points. While the New York Cosmos, they will play today against Chattanooga FC. That game will be at 7.30 p.m. today. And we'll see if the Cosmos will finally get a win before the NISA fall playoff tournament now let's share some league news because there was a lot of league news that happened this week so earlier this week sock takes uh nupon chopra was saying that reporting that uh the oakland roots were looking at going to usl and that's going to apparently be confirmed in the next week and a half or so that the oakland roots will be announcing that they'll be leaving nisa after the fall season, and they will be going to the USL Championship, which is the second division below MLS. Now, to share my thoughts, this is nothing new. Uh, I remember last year that the Oakland Roots uh, player, Jack McInerney, was in an interview, and he mentioned that it was possible that the Oakland Roots were going to join the USL Championship this for this year, 2020. Uh, it didn't happen, and the Miami FC were able to 
jump ship and go to the USL championship instead. And I think within the past year, it's kind of interesting how that's kind of turned. Because remember, USL was looking at getting a team in the East Bay, uh, like Concord or Walnut Creek area. And the investor for that club was not able to get a stadium deal or a stadium built in the area. And USL, I'm sure, because I know they were interested in the, in the Bay Area, looking at Oakland and San Francisco. And they decided to make the Oakland Roots, uh, I'm sure, a, a sweet deal that they couldn't pass up for them to go. And I know some people I've seen on social media were like, what's you know Oakland doing and taking teams left and right? But look, I think for the league, NISA, they have a plan that they're going to stick with. They announced some partnerships with some amateur leagues like the Gulf Coast Premier League, the Eastern Premier Soccer League, and then, of course, the Midwest Premier Soccer League. And they have looking at more affiliations to announce in the near future. And I think NISA, the way they're setting up is they're going to build, you know, affiliations with a lot of amateur teams kind of set up a, a regional kind of maybe promotion relegation at some point and have those teams you know try out a professional level which is the nisa independent cup so i think it's really cool uh i think nisa despite being a young league and seeing a lot of teams well, maybe not a lot but a few teams come and go like we've seen with atlanta sc and we've seen with uh of course the miami sc now oakland roots and then of course the, the philadelphia fury they only played two games last year uh, but I think Nisa is just going to go through this phase for a little bit and eventually get to where they're going to have that stable club, core clubs that they have. And Nisa is going to take a while. It's a young league. And look, with everything going on right now with COVID-19 and the fact that these teams are still playing, you know, I got to have to give the, those eight teams in the fall season playing right now, you know, some some credit for that that they're taking that risk financially, uh, even though they are going to have limited fans at most of these games. It's going to, you know, set the tone for the long term. So, yes, Sock takes the point Chopra was saying that that now neither the USL Championship or the Oakland Roots have confirmed anything, but I expect by maybe the end of next week, we should hear an official announcement on that. Now, Napoleon Chopra also said that they were looking at also doing uh, announcing affiliations and expansion in the future. So we didn't hear any, any new affiliations this week, but we did hear a couple days ago about an expansion project going on in Chicago, which I find ironic because that is the NISA headquarters. And of course, if your HQ is in the city, it kind of makes sense to have a team nearby. Of course, MLS, New York, New York teams. The USL has uh, a team in, in Tampa, the Tampa Bay Rowdies. And NISA is going to try to get a team started in Chicago. Now, this is very interesting because Chicago has the Chicago Fire. And Chicago is a you know big media market. You look at LA, you look at New York, you look at you know Chicago, or then Houston. That's like you know the top four right there. And it's a very, very... Ancient development with Peter Wilt. Peter Wilt, of course, is known to build successful clubs like Indy 11. He's done it with Chicago Fire, Chicago Red Stars, and most recently, Ford Madison. And 
this is going to be a very, very intriguing project. He said he, in a recent interview with Jason Davis on his show, United States Soccer, that they want to have a community-based club. So I don't know where it's going to be based. It's going to be in the Chicago area. I mean, one place I can think of just off the top of my head is SeatGeek Stadium in Bridgeview. It's where the Chicago Fire used to play, <clears throat> but they moved down to Soldier Field. And I'm sure that area, the suburb of Chicago, is probably looking for another tenant to fill. So that's certainly a possibility. I know the Red Stars are playing there, um, but I think that's going to be you know, uh, an option, and maybe, who knows, maybe they might try to find a, an area in Chicagoland to build a modular stadium. But the team does intend to play in fall of 2021 if they get approved by the league. And I think that's great news with the league. I know expansion's been kind of slow, but I think part of that's been affected because of COVID-19. So the only ones I've heard about, of course, even though it's not official from the league officially, but of course, now Chicago NISA, I've heard about the Maryland Bobcats. They implied we'll probably hear in the next couple months whether they are getting approved or not. And then we've also heard uh, Astoria Knights up in New York. And who knows? There might be some more clubs that we just haven't heard about yet. But I really like what the Maryland Bobcats or their organization, how they set up. They looked really good, what they're doing over there in Maryland. Uh, Chicago, it's, it's Peter Will. So I, I'm Peter Will. I'm sure he knows what he's doing. He's had a very successful track record. I'm sure his project will get approved as well, like Maryland. And we'll also see what happens with the Astoria Knights if something happens along those lines. But those are the only ones I've heard about. I've heard anything. If you guys hear anything, let me know on my Twitter page at Nisa underscore today FC. I do wonder, though, with Oakland leaving, how it's going to affect the West because you only have three teams, Cal United, you have the Cal United Strikers, you have 1904 FC, which will be back in the spring season. That has been confirmed by the league. And then, of course, you have LA Force. So I wonder if they'll consider looking at other teams like, I don't know, in the NPSL, you got Napa Valley, 1839 FC, Cal FC. Uh, I've, also, I've also wondered maybe they might look at ASC San Diego. Maybe, I doubt it because, you know, they're trying to get 1904 FC reestablished in the San Diego market. So maybe that might be down the road. But, hey, Nisa's is not afraid to have, you know, crosstown rivals and, you know, no territory rights. So that's kind of cool to have multiple teams in the area. Kind of reminds me, like, you know, in Europe where you have London, they have so many teams from all over the place, from, you know, the Premier League down to, like, uh, the National Conference. So I'm sure Nisa is looking at building something along those structures. So wait and see. The other major news that Nisa announced is that they are going to have a the playoff tournament. It's going to be in Detroit. And Detroit City FC will be hosting that tournament. It'll be starting on September 21st and go to October 2nd with the final. And what's going to be interesting is, is for the format, they're going to have, it's going to be like a mini World Cup, you know, kind of similar to what we saw with MLS's back tournament here in Orlando, just down the road from me at Disney. And you're going to have, even though despite them playing a, 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 a limited fall schedule, they'll have a, a group stage game, four teams in each group, and then the top two teams will play in the knockout round, which will be a semifinal and a final. 
with the final being on October 2nd. So I find that very interesting result and how it's going to play out will be very interesting. I think the other reason they did it that way because, you know, the West Coast teams are only playing like basically two games before the tournament, while the Eastern Conference teams played four games or will finish with four games. So I think, I guess it's kind of a fair way to do it. I thought they would just do maybe a straight knockout tournament, you know, based on the overall table, but because not everyone played the same amount of games, you couldn't do that. So I guess that's what's the fair way to do it. So it'll be very interesting to see how this plays out. Now, I don't know this format will be, I guess it's going to be temporary with everything going on with COVID-19. Uh, the spring season, they've only said that whoever wins this tournament is going to host the spring champion. So it looks like, even though Nisa has not confirmed the format for the spring season, it looks like they're going to have the next in the spring season just have the fall and the spring champion play each other but i wonder what happens if it's the same team though maybe it'll just be based on the overall t- table and you have those two teams the top two teams based on the overall table play each other maybe that's how they'll do it so we'll see hopefully everything will get settled out by then and with everything going on and and we'll see how nisa develops going forward but now let's get to today's games so as i mentioned earlier the game today is going to be chattanooga fc against the new york cosmos the other game will have new amsterdam fc against the michigan stars and on tomorrow will be california united strikers digging on the oakland roots let's start with the early game 6 p.m new amsterdam against michigan stars look new amsterdam this is the first time in the league and they've been really struggling getting their feet wet in these past couple games <clears throat> they played really well <clears throat> against the cosmos only losing like three to one in their last matchup but i think for new Amsterdam to they are michigan stars i think no one expected this team to do really good this year in the fall season even though they had a abbreviated schedule in the spring because spring season was shut down due to covid because they only played like a game or two and now Michigan Stars, they've done really well. And I think the Michigan Stars would be my pick to win their game against the Amsterdam FC. Let's move on to the next game. Chattanooga FC taking on the New York Cosmos. This game, I think it's going to be very close. It's going to be at Finley Stadium. They will have fans or some fans at the stadium. So it will be a very close matchup. But I'm thinking between these two teams, it's going to be an, another draw. Uh, Chattanooga FC, I know they haven't played in a while as well, but I think for Chattanooga, it's going to be a very close Cajun game between these two teams, and it'll finish with the draw. Now, for tomorrow's game, we have California United Strikers against the Oakland Roots. I believe for California, this will be their first game. They have not played in the fall season, so it'll be interesting to see how they are out to play. But Oakland Roots, they look really good. They beat LA Force last week. Oakland Roots, even though they're going to be leaving the league, they definitely want to finish the fall season on a high note, and they are going to play the Cal United Strikers. It's going to be a very close game, but I got to lean towards California United Strikers. This team was, last year, the best team, really. They were really the best team. They won the fall championship title, and they, I felt, would have won the spring season had they were able to finish the season. And 
really like what's going on with California United, Christian Turgeon, uh, all these uh, the star players on that team. So I really think the California United strikers will win tomorrow, and they still have one more game to go. They play LA Force in the middle of next week. But I'll share my thoughts with another week recap on that next week. All right, guys. And with that, that will conclude this edition of Nisa Today FC. If you've seen some of my other projects on Twitter, it's usually been, I've kind of mixed up lately. I've done videos, little blogs. Now I'm doing a podcast format. So I'm trying to mix around, try different formats. But let me know, would you like uh, video formats I can do? But it's going to take a little while because of editing. But I'll make sure I'll do my best. And, of course, podcasts. It's very fun, too. You all get to hear my voice. So that's really cool, too. And um, everything will go from there. So let me go ahead and give you my social media handles for Nisa Today FC. So for Twitter, it's going to be at Nisa underscore Today FC. And for Instagram, it's going to be Nisa underscore Today FC as well. And you can follow my Facebook page. Just type in Nisa Today FC and it will pull up and you can follow my content there as well. And for me, Joshua Taylor, if you guys want to follow me personally, the easiest way to get a hold of me is on Twitter. So my Twitter handle is at JTSaka88. That's at JTSOCKA88. That's the easiest way to get a hold of me. And you can also follow me on my Instagram page. It's at JTSaka Sports. That's at JTSOCKA Sports. All right, guys. Well, I hope everyone has a safe weekend. Enjoy the games tonight and tomorrow. It'll be very exciting. And we'll give you another recap next week. And I'll probably post the Twitter poll on the goals if there's any goals this weekend, and we'll have a vote, see who should be the top goal of the week. So I will share my thoughts on that. So please stay in touch. All right, guys, we all take care now, and I will see you guys next week. Take care. Bye for now.